0: Okay, so if you follow me on social media, then you may have noticed that I've been on a little bit of a hiatus recently, and there's a reason for that. So today I'm going to fill you in, and hopefully, as I do, this will help you continue to create an intentional life and business and gain further clarity about what it is you're trying to create. Welcome to Your Intentional Life, a podcast for service providers designing a business and life that they adore. I'm Brittany Bailey at Brittany Bailey on Instagram and I believe that we are the architects of our reality. Intentionalists like us don't live on autopilot. If we're not happy, we change something. If it's broken, we fix it. Consider this your one-stop shop for systems, tools, and resources that support intentional living. Okay, let's get back to it. Please join me as you design your intentional life. Okay, so as you probably know, I've been writing for Russell Brunson and working with the Cook Funnels team for about the last year and a half or so. And the truth is, a little while ago, I started to notice that I was feeling out of alignment. Like when I was waking up in the morning, I wasn't feeling like jazzed about going to my desk and my stomach was kind of tightening up when I would hear like notifications go off during the day. I was starting to look forward to weekends, you know, that kind of thing. And because of what I do and because of the work that I've done to pay attention to my intuition and the way that my body's responding to things, I noticed that something was off. And so I tried to dig in and see what it was. And a few paper whiteboards and restless nights of sleep later, I had my answer or answers rather. So I was ready to focus more on email copy school and coaching and the copy that I was turning out for ClickFunnels wasn't the best. And that last part was really, really hard to swallow. Between the fast-paced culture that ClickFunnels has, which anyone who's interacted with their brand, that's not surprising, right? And the fact that I was being pulled energetically in a different direction I felt like my emails were starting to just be like, okay. And that wasn't sitting well with me. I learned a lot from Russell, but one story that he always tells really stuck with me. And it's there's this time that he talks about where he was, his dad asked him to wash a car, wash their car. And so he goes out and he washes the car. And he comes back in and he's like, hey, dad, I'm done. And his dad doesn't get up to go check the car. He just asks him, are you proud of it? And so Russ is like, well, I mean, I guess I could have done a little bit better of a job, right? So he goes back and he like, you know, does some more stuff to the car and he goes back in and he says, okay, dad, I'm done. And his dad asked him again, are you proud of it? And he said, yes, that time, right? And ultimately, like when I was going back through some of the emails that have gone out and this and that, like they were like at 80% or like 90% and I just didn't feel like I was giving my best or like I was able to give my best. So uh, I ultimately decided to take a step back from working with ClickFunnels full-time. And actually, I decided to take a step back from pretty much everything. So starting mid-December and on through at least FHL, which is in the end of January, I'm taking a break. I'm totally wiping the slate clean and refilling it with only things that align with where I want to go. Now, I'm not giving up client work for good. I'm definitely not giving up email copy school. I'm basically just taking a breather to step back and refocus on the bigger vision, my bigger vision, and trying to get clear on the life and the business that I'm creating. Um, I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but it was basically like I had gotten into this point where... I was seeing everything so close, like I was holding this piece of paper so close to my face that I didn't have the time or the energy or wherewithal to pull back and like see where I was going, right? Like I was looking at this map so close and like I was just like putting one foot in front of the other. And so like this time for me is basically like pulling the map back from my face. That's kind of how I feel like it is. Um, And so while I'm doing that, I'm doing some things to stretch myself and kind of break out of routine. So I just joined Yoga Studio. I'm actually thinking about doing an improv class, which is terrifying, but literally like three people have mentioned to me in the last, I don't know, six months that that was like something that they found such good clarity doing and like it helped them get over some stage fright, get over fear of failure, all that kind of thing. So basically I'm just, I'm getting out of my comfort zone and I'm allowing myself to get the mental clarity that I need. Um, So that's kind of the life update. But when I was thinking about telling you guys this, I was nervous because I wasn't sure that it was going to be relatable. Um, And I worried that it would seem like I took my role with ClickFunnels for granted, or like I was super privileged to be able to step back and work from work and not feel like a huge financial pen trade away. But the truth is, you can do this without going to the extremes that I'm going to and the most important thing when you are doing this is to get honest about where you are and how you got to be where you are so if you can do that if you can just do that you're going to be a head and shoulder above where you were just before that like that gives you so much clarity to make any kind of decision or just to understand what decision you might need to make in the next six months, right? Like, it doesn't mean that you have to walk away from this client that's driving you nuts tomorrow, right? Just understanding where you are, being honest about it, and then understanding what got you to that place is so, so beneficial. So, like, I, I'm i eternally grateful for the opportunity that I had to work with ClickFunnels. And one of the first things I realized when I was doing some soul searching about this is that I was petrified of disappointing Russell and the team right Russell was insanely generous with his time and his knowledge while I was there and I was so scared that he was going to feel like he wasted time on me cuz obviously he's busy right but even like training someone to to write in your voice is such an energetically demanding thing and I was so nervous I was so nervous that he was going to be like oh, like this was just a stepping stone for her or something like that like I just I felt that fear And as much as I did, as soon as I realized it was there, I realized that I was staying for the wrong reason and I was never going to give 100% from that place, right? And so I literally, like I slept like two hours before I had to let Russell know my decision. And the whole time I was boxing him, like the phone was shaking. I don't know if he could hear it, but like I was so nervous. But thankfully, he was super understanding and gracious. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have very similar personality types, and I don't know if he saw it coming or if he just understood where I was at, but he was super, super gracious, thankfully. Um, but another thing that I noticed, and this is kind of how I got to where I was is I am inherently security driven. Like that's, if you study the Enneagram at all the tests, um, it's like a personality test and it comes from the core desires and it's super, super helpful. Um, if you can type yourself and understand kind of what drives you, but, for me, I'm inherently security driven and obviously nothing in life is guaranteed, but a salary, I was, I was working full time at Club Funnels. So salary was so different from the last two years that I had with, uh, you know, freelancing, right? Like I was, I never had zero months or anything, but it was always, you know, there's always some fluctuation and sometimes it's a couple thousand dollar fluctuation. And so going from that to a salary, was a really, really nice, um, it kind of appeased my my ego, like it appeased the part of me that the scarcity minded part of me. Um, and so, when I realized that, I also realized that operating out of a place of scarcity is not going to work ever. Right? It's not going to get you to where you want to go. And so, understanding those two things were super was super helpful for me to understand what decision I needed to make and understand what steps I needed to take. And I encourage you to do the same. If there's a point in your life, a pain point in your life that you're like wondering, is this something that I want to, to remove? Is this something that I need to address or change? Just look at, honestly look at the situation and then look at what got you there. And that's going to give you so much clarity, even if you don't just walk away or anything like that, but like, it just gives you so much clarity. Um, So I encourage you to do that, and I also encourage you to do something that I learned from um, Natasha Hazlitt. She does, uh, it's called Unstoppable Influencers. I might have just mispronounced her last name. But Unstoppable Influencers is her challenge, and she wrote a book. And she talks about doing this thing called the supermarket, um, or the dream supermarket, something like that. Basically, you go through, and you like, you remove all, like, all limiting beliefs, all anything. And you just write down on this big piece of paper, like if you could walk into a supermarket and like pick anything you want, like dream house in Malibu, like seven figure years, um, you know, fully functional team with people that you love in it, like happy marriage. Like if you could just go through a supermarket and like pull things off the shelf, like what would, what would you pull off? Like, what is your, dream life look like and then you start to see this big paper like full of what it is you're actually going for right like what impact are you trying to make what mission are you trying to get out like all these things start to fill this paper right and the really interesting thing is even if you clear your limiting beliefs before you do this you sit down and you start to do it you'll notice if you're sensitive to it if you're paying attention to it you'll notice limiting beliefs popping up as you're doing this right so you'll notice like seven figure, like if I wrote seven figure months, immediately I had also wrote happy marriage, right? Immediately I felt at conflict with that because there's a limiting belief that I'm really, really working on that um, it's tough to have a happy marriage and run a really successful business, right? Like that's, that's a belief that I have that I'm working through. So I'd encourage you as you are going through this and like designing your intentional life and like putting down what you want, Notice what beliefs pop up because if you can start addressing those now, then it makes your road so much smoother, right? If you can start understanding what it is that's stopping you from even these like, ma- they seem massive goals, right? There's so many baby step goals that are going to be between me and that goal, right? But if you can start addressing it in a way, because it's it triggers it, right? When the goal is so big, it triggers your limiting belief a lot louder because it's so like, outlandish, right? So it's immediately, it'll pop up. Whereas if you're doing like these smaller goals and you're like, oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to go from like a $2,500 month to a $3,000 month. Like your limiting belief might not show itself so readily right there. But if you're talking about these big, massive goals, it's going to be loud and obvious. So I would encourage you to understand that and, and look at the limiting beliefs that are popping up as you're having these, um, dreams, as you're going through this exercise and start to address that now because it's going to make your road so much smoother. Um, so that's that's kind of what I have for you guys today. I I encourage you to to look at what is going on in your life. Like look at your week, look at your day-to-day life, look at your routine and your schedule. And um, see if it's working for you. See if there's something that you might want to change. And if there is, just play with it. Go with the energy of... of Um, you don't have to make a decision now. You don't have to make, um, a radical move or anything like that. Um, just, just look at it and see what it is. Get honest about what it is. Get honest about how you got there and then do the dream exercise and see, does it line up? Does the path that you're on right now get you to what you've put down on that paper? Um, so anyways, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I hope that you do. I hope that you guys are all having a wonderful day whenever it is that you're listening to it, to this. Um, As always, I would love to hear from you guys. So if you can find me on Instagram at Brittany Bailey, I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. I would love to hear what you're doing in your life right now to get out of your comfort zone or to get your brain um, working on some clarity and where you're going in your business and your life. That would be so, so cool. So anyways, I love you guys. I hope you're having a great day and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Your Intentional Life. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared your biggest takeaways wherever you hang out online. Just be sure to tag me so I see it. That helps me understand what you find the most helpful so I can keep making relevant episodes. If you've gotten any value out of your intentional life, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes so we can help spread the word with others who may enjoy it. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes sent directly to you to learn more about designing your intentional life or working with me, head over to brittanybailey.com.